Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane. Today is Thursday, it's a beautiful afternoon here in Chicago with blue skies, sunshine. Uh, it also happens to be the second day of the season of Lent, the 40-day liturgical season uh, Christians celebrate to prepare for the celebration of Easter. Uh, it begins on Ash Wednesday, which was yesterday, and runs 40 days minus the Sundays, give or take a couple in Holy Week. But this 40-day period has been viewed as a time of contemplation, a time of preparation, um, often, unfortunately, a time of a lot of guilt and negativity and shame when actually the opposite effect is intended. Um, it's to be a time of paying attention to where our life is going and whether that's aligned with our deepest values. We as Christians, uh, our deepest value is love, um, the love at the heart of every one of us, at the heart of God, and a love we most clearly saw in Jesus of Nazareth, his ministry, his life, his death, his resurrection. Um, but the season of Lent this year happened to begin on the same day as Valentine's Day, which also happened, I'm told, about six years ago. I can't remember what I said on that Ash Wednesday service, but um, this juxtaposition of Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day um, was really generative for me yesterday, and I wanted to just reflect a little with you about it. I saw a really neat article written by Esau Macaulay, uh, who's a Wheaton College New Testament professor, but also an Anglican priest, has written quite a few things. He now writes also for the New York Times. Um, but he had a beautiful piece in the Atlantic magazine about uh, this juxtaposition, and he kind of inspired what I'm about to say. Um, he said it more eloquently, and I'm going in a slightly different direction. But um, what I was so struck with yesterday, we, we gathered with our community in our smaller worship space here at the church, First Pres, Wilmette, um, more of an open space. We, we put chairs in a circle. We had piano. Uh, we had a, a low-rise table where the communion elements, the bread and cup, were placed. Um, we were going to be doing the optional imposition of ashes, which is the fancy way of saying putting a cross on your forehead or on the top of your uh, hand as a reminder of your mortality uh, and also your belovedness. We, we usually say, from dust you came into dust you shall return. God goes with you for example. Uh, but it was such a lovely, cozy service. About 50 people came, a lot of little ones who sat on the floor, uh, a couple of whom, two of my sons in particular, <laughs> were having a hard time sharing mommy's lap. Uh, I had to step out for a minute. You know, this is all part of it, right? Um, some of our more seasoned, older adult members, uh, a wonderful mix of people gathered on Valentine's Day night and also on Ash Wednesday night. Um, to reflect together about the beginning of this season of mindfulness, of um, change, this season where we um, take inventory of our lives and say, are they in alignment with the God who loves us and longs to see us and all our neighbors flourish? In recent years, there's been more of a movement to not just give up things for Lent. Sometimes you hear people say, oh, I'm giving up chocolate, I'm giving up um, one student one time many, many years ago said, I want to give up going to school for Lent. I said, well, that's, that's probably not going to work. Um, but you get the idea, get giving up something in order to be closer to God. So traditionally in the church, fasting, prayer, um, almsgiving, as it was called, or, or contributing to the needs of the, the poor and needy among us. But more recently, there's been a movement to take on spiritual practices. Um, so taking on a 
a simple practice of prayer, of meditation, of taking an awe walk where you go out and try to be really mindful of all the spaces uh, around you, the trees, the, the plants, the birds, uh, your, your own body uh, that bring about awe in you. So our church this year is taking on the practice of awe. We're using the book by Dacker Keltner, which I think I talked about in a podcast in the fall. But this juxtaposition, friends, what I want to just say a word about is what I think is so beautiful about Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day landing on the same day is that they can interpret one another, right? Uh, Valentine's Day in this beautiful way helps us express our love and affection for the people in our life, whether that's our partner, our parent, our children, our neighbors, our colleagues, our friends. Um, We're not very good at this, uh, at least in my circle, at least I'll speak for myself. Um, saying, I love you. I really appreciate you. Uh, You give me courage. You give me strength. Uh, That gift you gave me, that word you said to me, you know, whatever it might be. So Valentine's Day helps us do that, right? Um, Helps us see that the center of our lives and the life of the world is love. But Ash Wednesday also reminds us, right, of our mortality, that life is short, um, that uh, we only have the moment we're in. Uh, We can fret about the future, we can regret the past, but actually we can't be in any of those places. The only place we can actually be is is right here and right now. Um, And Ash Wednesday reminds us of that. Um, uh, As Isaiah says, you know, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our Lord stands forever. You know, the the brevity of human life. Uh, St. Paul says, um, you know, in the end, faith, hope, and love remain, but the greatest of these is love. Um, You know, almost all these other things are going to pass away the trophies the uh, the house the the, um, the the friendships only all that is done in love is going to remain that's the only thing eternal uh, everything else is temporary and so what what a gift it was for me yesterday to experience ah yes the when ash wednesday meets valentine's day uh it 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 helps us see uh the gift of this moment the gift of the people in our life the gratitude we feel for even being here and breathing the very air, drinking the water, eating the food, connecting with others, being able to serve, that that itself is the gift and that it's brief. And because it's brief, we can savor it. Uh, And when we're in it, try to be there. And when it's past, try to say thank you. And of course, there's grief, there's sadness, absolutely. Life's end too short. There's gratuitous suffering and evil all over the place, including in ourselves, and, and we hold that, we hold that. Um, and yet, uh, a quote that came to mind as I was reflecting on this juxtaposition that I want to end with is from the essayist, the American writer Brian Doyle. I don't know if you know him or have read his stuff. Um, he died, tragically, of a brain tumor at age 60 and back in 2017. Um, lived somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, I think Portland. But his book that I'm most familiar with is One Long River of Song. Uh, I think Notes on Wonder is the subtitle. I'll put it in the show notes. And just a bunch of one or two page reflections. I used them as a kind of devotion last summer. Um, Just a gorgeous writer, funny, uh, really thoughtful. But he has this great quote in there. And I have it actually right up here on my desk so I can see it uh, more often than not. Um, But this is what he says. We are here excuse me, we are only here for a minute. We are here for a little window and to use that time to catch and share shards of light and laughter and grace seems to me the great story. 
I think that's so beautiful because it captures both the brevity uh, of this life and the gift that it is in every moment and the fact that the great story is not about our own life. It's about how we're caught up in this great story um, each and every day, uh, that we don't control it. We don't know how it's going to unfold. It's an illusion to control the future just as it is an illusion to control the present. Um, All we have is now to be present. Uh, There's a great Mary Oliver poem. Uh, What does she say? Um, Instructions for living a life. She says, pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. Um, If you're like me, you struggle sometimes to pay attention to what's right in front of you, whether you're on a screen or thinking about something from work when you're actually with your kids or you're having a physical illness or something's bothering you about what was said the other day. Um, It's so easy to be everywhere else but here and now. And what the juxtaposition of Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day and this quote from Brian Doyle help me see is being invited back into the great story. The great story of, I would call it, as a Christian pastor, God's light and life and love. Uh, The deeper, wider, truer story underneath all of our stories. Um, That doesn't mean our stories don't matter. They do obviously profoundly matter. Um, But they are all caught up in this great story. And if we try to concoct one on our own, you know, it ends up being pretty flimsy and is rather precarious, right? If we're trying to control it and force it to unfold in a certain way, it's um, it's so much bigger than us and existed well before we were here and will exist long after we're here um, as we are eternally with God in God's love uh, forever. So friends, as I enter the season of Lent, perhaps as you enter the season of Lent, uh, this sort of late winter, almost early springtime, season of renewal, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, I invite you to be mindful of the great story. Uh, Ash Wednesday, Valentine's Day, uh, those days together help me get into that great story as I reflect on the practice of awe with our congregation in the days to come. I'm going to be inviting us all back to that great story, uh, which is in us, beyond us, in every person we meet. Peace to you, friends. Take good care. We'll talk again soon. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.